for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi everybody, thank you for joining us today for Living Life. Our meditation is the Day of the Lord. And firstly, I hope all of you are excited, uh, New Year's Eve uh, today, and I hope you're all uh, anxious and excited to celebrate a new year that the Lord has given us. Uh, so I wish all of you very well and very much blessing in the new year. So the Day of the Lord. Uh, the day of the Lord really is the great and terrible day of the Lord. We're talking about, you know, the end of the world, the apocalypse, the final judgment. Uh, so just an amazing and a little bit scary part of Scripture. And hopefully in the next few minutes in our meditation, we can get some uh, understanding here and uh, just be reminded of what we need to be thinking about. So let's uh, look at the scripture. We're going to be reading together in 2 Peter chapter 3, and we're going to read together starting at verse 10. Second Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 18. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar, the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives, as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. What an amazing scripture to read here at the end of the year as we start a new year. Very foreboding. Uh, check out verse, uh, verse 10 here. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. So this is very uh, uh, heavy and apocalyptic writing. And speaking of apocalyptic writing, it goes back to the days of the Old Testament. 
And in a lot of ways, it was very unique to the Hebrews and to Hebrew writings, this apocalyptic type writing where the end of the world is going to happen. You know, some people may ask, where did that come from? You know, who, who started that? You know, and then in the New Testament, we have the book of Revelation and this uh, pastoral epistle here where the apostles are again warning us of the great and terrible day of the Lord, the final judgment, the apocalypse. Why is this a theme in the Bible? It's not in other religions. Why is it here? Well, the reasons it's here is because we as Christians believe that all things will come to an end. Nothing will last forever. The fall of the Roman Empire, you know, Western civilization, Christendom, you know, now we're living in a new global age. So we, we know this, that, that, that whatever we make as human beings, the pyramids of Egypt, the Great Walls of China, the pyramids in Mesoamerica, the Aztecs and the Mayans, those civilizations, they're gone. So we know that as believers, right? That things will come to an end. And we know that this universe, space, our planet, our sun, it's going to run its course. And these things in the universe around us will come to an end. So the Bible is just stating truth. But in this uh, pastoral epistle here, I just want to highlight how Peter and the Apostle Paul and John use that knowledge and use that understanding that the world will come to an end one day, right? But they use it to teach and to admonish the church. So let me show it to you. It's right here. Uh, verse 11. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people uh, ought you to be? Question mark. You ought to live a holy and godly life. So there's the pastoral right there. Because the apostles, you know, Peter, Paul, John, they are admonishing the Christians, right, to remember that at any time the world could come to an end. At, the, at any time there could be a nuclear fallout, there could be the end of a civilization, uh, you know, the sun, the moon, the sea. You know, we need to keep that in mind, that life here on earth is temporal. Nothing lasts forever here. So we should be ready. We should be holy. We should be living our lives in such a way that if it's the last day of our lives, that we were living it the right way according to God's scripture and God's holiness. That we need to be vigilant, we need to be alert, we need to be ready, and that we should never take it for granted that we have tomorrow or next year. Just like in James, who also wrote a pastoral epistle, James, where he told them, don't boast about tomorrow. Don't say what you're going to do tomorrow. Say, if God wills. So this is a very big theme going back to the time of Jesus. Jesus was teaching this to his disciples, then Peter, then Paul, then John, and James. They were constantly telling the early church, be on guard, be ready, be vigilant. If the Romans come for you, if there's a hurricane, if there's a natural disaster, if the sun, if the moon fall, if Christ comes, always be ready. Always be ready. So I think it is actually a very good word and very encouraging uh, for all of us. Um, and then I like what he does here with Paul in verse 15. Uh, Peter is writing this. 
bear in mind that our Lord's presence uh, means salvation, or the Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote with uh, the wisdom of God that God gave him. So Peter is referring to Paul as a dear brother. And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in the book of Acts, uh, you know, Peter and Paul kind of had a falling out. They kind of went, you know, their separate ways. But Peter and Paul were friends. They overcame any disagreement or any misunderstanding because Peter knew that the days were short. Is there anybody out there in your life that you're not getting along with right now? Maybe somebody in your family, maybe somebody at work, maybe you're at odds or you have some anger and resentment against somebody in the world, a friend, someone in your past. So what Peter is giving to us is he's giving us a good example that we need to let bygones be bygones. We need to repair damaged relationships. We need to forgive people. We need to let things go and not hold on to bitterness and resentment because tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. And Jesus could come back tonight like a thief in the night. So always be ready. Always be vigilant. Always be alert. Go out. Have fun. Enjoy the new year with your family. Enjoy the celebration. But always have an eye watching, waiting on the Lord. So God bless you. Let's close. You know, as we pray together today, uh, let's just keep in mind that we're putting all our faith and trust in the Lord, and He knows. He knows everything. He knows the end of times. He knows when things are going to happen. So let's just put our faith and trust in Him. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father God, uh, we remember the early church and the first hundred years of the early church and all the persecution they experienced from the emperors of Rome. We think of the early church in Jerusalem when the Romans came and burned and destroyed the temple and they had to flee and leave their homeland. Lord God, they experienced in their own way the great and terrible day of the Lord. They experienced an apocalypse. They went through so much persecution, but they kept their faith intact. So I pray now, Lord God, that we are able to uh, deal with all the tribulations and instead of getting weaker and getting more discouraged, that we actually, Lord, in Jesus' name, would become stronger and become more holy and that we would walk closer with you. So just bless the viewers. We ask your blessing on the new year, 2021. We give it to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh uh -huh.